Welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is season eight, episode 26, episode number 341. How's it going? It's going. Delightful. Delightful, huh? Um, I I just feel like I say it's going every week, so I thought I'd change it up. Yeah. Yeah, thought I'd try something else on. You know, it's good to like change your sweater every now and again. It's like an ice cream sundae with sprinkles on top. Yeah. Which I happened to have earlier. So I was like, oh, delightful. That's the first thing that popped into my mind. Ooh, enviable. Well, I, I did make that- cookies last night. So I did have a cookie today. Ooh, yeah. nice. And they're like that mashed. Is. It's like made with like mashed bananas. So it's like borderline a health food. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. It's a healthy nice. cookie. <laughs> yeah, I'm in that. Well, I've been in that stage of um, dry January where I'm like, Give me the sugars. I miss the sugars. <laughs> but what I did was I found um, lacto- lactose-free mint chocolate chip at Wegmans. Which, Ice cream, alert, right. Okay. Ice cream, sorry. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. I don't think it's quite lactose-free. Mm. I'm just saying. I mm. had it I had it on Monday, Monday night. Sun- What's today? Tuesday? I had it on Sunday night. And I was pretty gassy on Monday. So, like, I don't think that ice cream was right. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Mm. Anyway. Well. Whatever. Are you sure it's the lactose you're allergic to? Then maybe it's the... Because milk makes my tummy hurt, too, like regular milk. Yeah, but there's, there's other things in, in milk that could be That's the true. offending uh, article. Mm. That's true, I suppose. I could do more research if I cared. I could just also not eat things that hurt my stomach, like milk and ice cream and cheese. Yeah, but those but where's things are... Where's the fun in that? Right. Those things are wonderful. <laughs> I want you to be able to enjoy those things. What about... Um, they I've make, also been putting... They make goat ice cream, like goat milk ice cream. Oh, I hear well, that people you know, that have issues with cow's milk sometimes ah. don't have the same issue with goat milk because oh. it doesn't have the same milk proteins. Well, that's good to know. Perhaps I will investigate that at some point. And I say at some point because I'm also thinking like maybe I just don't Excuse me. <laughs> Speaking of being allergic. <laughs> <at you. laughs> oh my. Oh my. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Thank you. I'll look into the goat ice cream. 2024 goat cream. <laughs> You're of the cats and goat's milk. And goat's milk. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, other than delightful, any any new uh, and exciting happenings? I saw a, a movie over the weekend. Um, Ooh, what movie? Mm. All of Us Strangers. Oh, yeah. It was good? really good. Yeah, it's with the guy who plays the priest in Fleabag. Yeah. Who's yeah. either first name or last name is Scott. Andrew Scott? Yes, oh, that Andrew sounds right. Scott. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, from um Sherlock Holmes. Yes, he was Moriarty. For Sherlock, he was Moriarty. Oh, he's so hmm. good. He's good at Here's everything. A, I, I know. love him. I love that. He was that great. Man. He was great Here's, in it. It's so it's a, really it's good. I would recommend it. Yeah. Really what is it called again? All of us strangers. All of oh, you know what? Now I have heard of it because he was at the Golden Globes because he was nominated for it, ah, and yeah. then he was in All White, and these two other dudes were also in All White. And then what was going around Twitter was somebody posted the First Wives Club when they're all in All White at the end, and them, and they were like, "Petition for a gay First Wives Club sequel, please." Uh, really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch the crap out of that movie. I would too. <laughs> Only if there's a musical number at the end. Oh my gosh. Oh man, make it so, universe. Make it so. Make it so. But it was really funny. Which, by the way, I know that we have talked about doing uh 90s stuff. I think First Wives Club was 90s, but seriously, I would genuinely uh enjoy doing First Wives Club. I don't know what we were we doing. Need with. To. You you've but, been you've mentioned it enough times that like we really do need to. I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun. I've never seen it. So. I'd be so bummed if it doesn't hold up though. I'd be really heartbroken. Yeah. Well, let's just assume that there's gonna be parts that are of its era, like everything yeah. else. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. That's it's the first there's only one, right? There's no sequel. I don't no think second so. Wives Club. The second wives club. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I guess that would be when the people that the first wives were left. For, right. It's a, would, it's a Sarah Jessica get, Parker, yeah. Parker vehicle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the 12 year old. Yes. Right. The 12 -year <laughs> Can't fire a full. Yeah. yeah. And I have a feeling um, the don't get mad, get to everything is still going to hold up. Yeah. With Ivanka. With Ivana. 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 Iva right. Ivana. Shady, you gotta watch this movie. It's so much fun. At least in my in my memory, it's so much fun. Well, if we do it for the podcast, I will. So the let me send you this. I'm gonna put it. I think I can put it in the chat. So the uh, the caption is first remake first wise clubs with these gays, and it's uh, oh hell yeah, I'm here yeah. for that. It's Andrew Scott, the dude in the middle who I know and I can't think of from Abbott Elementary. Yes, uh, I cannot think of his name. I, I don't know his name. <laughs> I just know it's from Abbott Elementary. The teacher from Abbott Elementary. Right, right. The white teacher the from Abbott Elementary. Yeah. <laughs> the gay liberal. Yeah, right. Abbott Elementary. And uh other dude on the end, who I also know. From Bridgerton. Uh, Bailey. Oh, okay. Apparently he, like, can really sing. There's, like, um, oh. no, because he he is in the, um, the upcoming Wicked film adaptation. He's, um, oh, the romantic right. lead. What's uh, the character's name? I can't think of it. Oh, he's um uh Fiore? Fiore? That That's Fiero? uh Fiero? Fiore? Fiero? Yeah. yeah, the one Norbert that, Leo oh, Bunn's uh, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. he's playing him in the yeah. Or when I saw back when I saw Wicked on Broadway, it was Joey McIntyre. Oh boy. I did I saw Idina and Joey McIntyre. Oh, you saw Idina though. <laughs> I oh, did. Man. I saw her the night before she fell through the trap door on the stage and uh couldn't finish her run oh wow which again was only like two more days longer than that like right, i saw her on friday she fell on a saturday and i think her last show was supposed to be the sunday so nice, nice. <laughs> yeah good time. shoshana bean mm. also nice pretty pretty cool i mean yeah. no idea but you know anyway yeah. we digress we digress still can't think of the guy's first name but i know his last name is <laughs> bailey there we go i i believe you uh, I'm scrolling through the comments to see if it's in here, but eh, whatever. Anyway, Actually, to the internet. I mean, we can look this up. We can look this up. <laughs> also, I yeah, um, I do think though it is a, a delicious twist on First Wives Club. I know. I am so here for this. Uh, also, Jonathan the, Bailey. Jonathan Bailey. Oh, I do know let's, his name. Yeah. Let's find, <laughs> let's find out while we're doing this. Let's see who's the guy the, from oh, Abbott Elementary. Chris Perfetti. Ah, yes. Great. Yes. Make he this movie in, so. I mean, I'm yeah, so here his for name this movie. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love when the internet has a good idea. <laughs> it's so rare lately. It's like the internet is just <laughs> such a sad, sad, terrible place lately. We just need these glimmers of joy every now exactly, and again. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> moving back to a conversation that, you know what? Okay. That Shandy can understand, but not really. Just not before we move off this topic for a second. If this movie ever gets made, then we have mm -hmm. to go to theaters. And even if we've talked about First Wives Clubs, we have to talk about them back to back again. Yes. All right. It's a rule. I don't make Agreed. the rules. Yeah. I mean, for this one that I just made. <laughs> Blood packed. <laughs> okay. Thank you. swears. What, what are... Okay. Woo. Okay. Anyways, sorry, everybody, for that lovely long tangent. But it wasn't. It was lovely. It was lovely. Um, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Um, I am going to Italy soon. Yeah, and my children yes. go back to school. So I think yes. coming up roses uh, yeah. over there. You know what? I don't understand how our parents dealt with us for two and a half months in the summer because I didn't go to camps. I mean, I I would go to like day camps here and there, but it was like here's a week of day camp, five whole days. I'm like. I mean, it was like three full months, I feel like, I, I just, us. But I is... just, I wasn't necessarily, like, at home. First of all, my parents weren't home, right? Like, it's but you like must have were... been home with your brother, right? Elder brother, right? Yeah, brothers, yes. The, brothers. The, ga the gaggle of us. The kids taking <laughs> so, care of kids. Someone was in charge. <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> I just remember not being, I mean, yes, I remember being home and, like, doing, you know, like, just like having like freedom at home to just like yeah. lose around and whatnot, but also just like 
spending a lot of time out. Like I would, I would like take my bike and, and bike across town to go hang out with my cousin and then like bike back across town, you know, I fucking wish. (laughs) 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 And we'd like go on adventures around town. Like that's yeah. There's no adult supervision. That's how they handled it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cars drove that's slower. Me. There was. A... I yeah, mean, to be fair, I was a little bit older than your kids. Well, that's like true. with like, these like, memories. Still, though, when I was their age, like when Zach supervision. <laughs> when I could get uh, Zach outside, he uh, will. They'll wander between the different neighbors' houses, um, and whatnot. But like Alex is still just too young. Yeah. Like to, I got to keep an eye on him in general. Um, plus like the older kids are, you know, they're older. They want to do older kid things. They're not always nicer to the littler kids. Mm. It's part of life. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. I, yeah. They need to go back. Cause we're all kind of just now getting like outwardly aggressive with each other. <laughs> <laughs> like Zachary has told me no fewer than a hundred times. You don't know me. You don't know my <laughs> life. <laughs> Like a kid, uh, you know I'm uh, like you. I created you halfway, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's like, oh, please explain, elaborate on this logic for me. Play play this back. I was like, well, because then yesterday I was like, I do know your life. I've been around you for the last month. No, no, I didn't say that. I said, Zachary, I do know your life. I know what you've been up to. Like, I, I like don't try to pull a fast one on me. He was like, "You don't know what my life is like at school," and I was like, "You haven't been at school for five weeks." <laughs> <laughs> Your argument no longer counts. <laughs> you don't know what I'm like at school. <laughs> like also, I have a pretty good idea because your teachers are really good at texting. <laughs> Like, I know when Alex gets in trouble, which is fairly regularly, before, like, I'm sure she's even finished yelling at him. She's, like, Mm. texting me at the same time. Uh, But, hey, speaking of movies, this is where I was going, and then I couldn't think of, uh, I could have just looked down at my notes here. Um, Oscar nominations came out today, and guess what was snubbed? A lot of stuff. (laughs) A lot of stuff. But the a lot of a lot of female driven things, ironically. Exactly. There's well, only not one ironically, I mean it is you know the Oscars. Yeah. Right. Uh there's only one female director nominated, and it's not Greta Gerwig. Wow. It's Justine something, right? Is it that anatomy of a fall movie? I believe so. I mean, real every year, like the Oscars pick one like foreign language movie that nobody's ever seen and they're like this is our darling i think didn't it win like at Cannes or something probably i mean it's like uh, we apparently like need to see it i have i have already seen it or not it's kind of like the dark horse movie i have heard really good things about it i think it's picked up steam and they're at the oscar the pre-oscar non like bids because i got targeted like a bunch of pop-up notifications about it like you know interviews and whatnot mm-hmm. also i'm kind of interested in it but and before um, before matt you chime in yes i do remember i think that you talked about this with us <laughs> so just putting it out there <laughs> uh, what chat yes actually i do too so i am like i guess i'm curious but yeah uh, so anyway margot robbie didn't get nominated for barbie and Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for Best Director. It was also nominated for Best Adaptive Screenplay, even though it was an original fucking piece. Mm-hmm. Really? It was for I Best Adapted? Adapted. Oh, so I it saw is. that. I thought that was wildly, like, inaccurate. Well, are they was like Oppenheimer adapted? based on a book. Right. Because it's based off of pre-existing IP and the fact that it's based off of dolls? Well, original like I, screenplay has uh, my Maestro in it, and that's based off of a fucking person and his life. That is that's very the Leonard peculiar. Bernstein one. Yeah, so I just I I think it's well in May and May December they, is um oh what's her what's her face from the nineties Mary Kay Letourneau yeah Mary Kay Letourneau's thing who yep. died of cancer breast cancer a few years ago. Oh, I actually do want to watch May December. I um, do too. I'm a big Natalie Portman fan though. Yeah. So, um, but I and I've heard that he, the dude in it from um, uh, the CW show, the uh, the Archie one. 
blanking. Riverdale? Riverdale, the Riverdale guy. <laughs> I hear Sorry, that he's you're, quite- you're, you're speaking to a room of almost 40-somethings. Well, uh, Charles Melton, I hear he's fabulous in it. Mm. Um, but anyway, I do want to see that too. I don't know. I, Yeah. And we are going to watch The Holdovers because it's now streaming on Peacock, I think, which we have. Yeah. Yeah. I've still yeah. done uh, four things, which I know you've done, Shandy. But I can't believe it. Okay, what are your thoughts on some of these snubs? At least, okay, America Ferrara did get nominated as supporting actress. She's going to lose to the chick, the woman from the holdovers, because that woman apparently is phenomenal. She's the uh, the D Devine Joy Randolph, the one that's the detective in uh, Only Murders oh. in the Building. Yes. Ah. Yes. She's like the heavy favorite. And then uh, Gosling got nominated as Ken, to which the entire internet was like, so Ken got nominated, but Barbie didn't. It's That's a story about incredible. Barbie. Uh, That's pretty checks. incredible. Um, yeah, there was a whole lot of, uh, I think the best comment I saw today, somebody said, the people, clearly the people that needed to watch Barbie did not watch Barbie. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's a great, what a good point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like disappointed, yes, yeah, surprised. No, it's like <laughs> surprised, like not even Greta. I think it's like the Academy, I feel like it's always like takes itself far too seriously. And just like awards in general, I feel like take themselves far too seriously. Like yeah. I think they loved to lift up Greta Gerwig when she was making these, well, just these like quirky little indies when she was like making her like making oh, like yeah. Lady Bird. And now that she's shown that you can bring that same like level of artistic Story. nuance to yeah. like a big blockbuster film and they're like oh it's too commercial you know like <laughs> what what do you think like i don't know like what do you think oppenheimer was like, that's exactly right? what i was gonna say <laughs> right <laughs> but you know it's it's, it's a white male driven movie who has a ton of street cred so you know that's fine that's very fun. true. The Academy very loves true. Christopher Nolan. They're ready. They're ready to like Leonardo DiCaprio him and give him his flowers for this. <laughs> that's that's very true. And look, I I saw Oppenheimer as we know, and I truly enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie, but I'm just disappointed that after all of that, the the driving force, creative forces behind Barbie got snubbed. That's mm -hmm. all. Yeah. So. Again, disappointing, but I, yeah, I feel like I'm still not surprised, but I feel like I have a really like pessimistic uh, view of the whole thing, I suppose. Which you are allowed to have. Yeah. Is probably right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's still very male and very white and it's, you know, it's, it's, an, it's your run of the mill Academy Award uh, nominees with like a few diversity things thrown in to see, to, so it looks like they're trying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort of like the uh, Golden Globes where they looked like they were trying, but then they let Ricky Gervais win for his whole special. <laughs> exactly. About exactly. It's like how much of it is like performative <laughs> versus like, you know, actually trying to like, you know, uh, live yep. up to some sort of ideal of uh, inclusivity and equality. We got a long way to go, folks. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Every year, it's like just keep pushing the Overton window. And every year, hopefully, mm -hmm. it will move further and further over. That's all I... That's optimistic me. I love it. Yeah. I'm not an optimistic person, so... Take that for what you will. Yeah. So, someone had to come... Someone had to bring in that optimism, so... <laughs> Good job. And I did it with very low energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, well tempered. Thank you. <laughs> like, yay, optimism. Good mm. job. Yes, but all that pessimism aside, I I'm still gonna freaking watch the show. Like, I'm still gonna get all up in arms, like at every That's category. True. You know, it's like it's the award show everybody loves to hate. Yeah. And honestly, I still really do like tuning into the fashion, and I'm not a fashion person. Well, because it's fun. Like it's it's fun. It is just kind of so removed from reality that like 
right? Sometimes we just need a little escapism and a red carpet um, can bring that. Exactly. Um, so speaking of not living in reality, moving into our first Am I the a- Oh, actually, okay, wait, hold on. Before we uh, move on, uh, special announcement. Tomorrow as we're recording, but next week as you're hearing this, I think next week, um, <laughs> we're going to be recording with Melody Simpson. And she's going to tell Yay! us all about her new anthology uh, that she helped edit called Writing in Color and give us some more uh, great recommendations of books. And I'm very excited. Yeah. Yay, me too. So, yay! Stay tuned for that. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, are you ready for our first Am I the Asshole of this year? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, this is a absolutely... You know what? I, I'm not even going to preface, preface this or whatever. Um, I'm just going to read it. And I want to know what your honest opinions are. Okay? Okay. okay. So... <clears throat> It was shared in the, I believe, in the Am I the Devil uh, subreddit, which basically takes crazy posts, or not crazy posts, but takes unbelievable posts from or throughout Reddit and shares them in there. So a lot of the Am I the Assholes were on, end up in there. And the thing with them is this subreddit is they copy and paste the text of the original post in the comments. So if they if the original post gets taken down, it lives on forever in here so that's how i found this so Mm. this is from uh a couple of weeks ago and it was originally posted in the subreddit entitled people and it was uh titled entitled family is pissed at me for not inviting my sperm donor to my wedding let alone letting him walk me down the aisle what the fuck so uh, the title says, uh, basically, as you know, the title is is her uh, upset saying her family's entitled to making her, like, have her father walk her down the aisle. And she Wait, even her want him. sperm donor? Yes. Oh, so, it was, okay, okay. I understood that differently. Okay. I thought she meant it was the person <clears throat> who donated sperm for oh. pregnancy. Oh, which, by the way, you see that story that came out like yesterday of this guy who found out that he's fathered like a gazillion kids because he used to donate. Hold on. Let me, I'll get you the stats. Hold on. I have it in my browser. Oh this my story is nuts. He has, uh, he was donating sperm. Uh, how many times a year? Uh, four, about 400 times a year for more than five years. I mean, and, what did you think was going to happen? Well, he found I mean, out he has at least 97 biological children. Wow. But when you take into effect that, you know, a lot of people won't like, you know, self-report because this yeah. came from not from like a, a, a genetic thing. There was a Facebook group in which people shared sperm donor information because I guess there's a national like database of sperm donors and they have like a specific number. So this is just like anecdotally. Whatever. So he thinks that he could have at least 150 to 250 biological children out there. Gosh, that's like really irresponsible. Like, what if like two of them like meet out in the world and like fall in love and not realize, surprise, you're like half siblings. But is sperm donation like regulated like that? Like, no, no, but I feel like it should be. It should be. (laughs) No, because the whole reason that that this he spoke out is because he is calling for better regulation within the Mm. fertility industry yeah it's a great point amanda i I... just like that stats like that amount of people and you figure if he's going to the same sperm bank i mean i don't probably in the same like region yeah right and like i don't know anything about how it works like i don't know if like sperm gets shared around or like it does ready (laughs) please please enlighten us uh, at last, so okay, it says, uh, oh, there's no national regulation on sperm donations, but they, the company, the sperm bank he donated to, told him his contributions would be used on no more than 40 families. And you know, 10 years later, uh. he's being so, uh, it says, uh, he estimates he has at least 97 biological children in six different countries. But says the true number could be more than two two hundred fifty. Six different wild. countries. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah. 
kind of terrifying. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that all those families that needed that sperm are really happy. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he's not saying that he has any regrets or whatever. Like, and he said that he would be more than happy to meet with any of them that wanted to meet with him. But, you know, he does think that moving forward, there should probably be some sort of regulation on the industry in general. Right. Yeah. Because right now there's no regulation on the industry. Like, like there's no background checks. There's no real like regulation in there. It's like, if you have the money, then let's, you can, you know, go for it. I mean, but do you have to, you know, you don't have to pass a background check to get pregnant other ways. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. But if a company is, I don't know, there should be some sort of like, kind of like just, I don't know. I feel like there should be some sort of like responsibility in general. Like just, I don't know, some sort of regulations. No? I have not thought deeply on the question. Yeah. I'm not saying there shouldn't be regulations. I I believe even at the beginning we were like, oh, there should be. I just don't know what they are. I, I, right. I just don't know. Well, I don't either. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I learned it's about not up this for us to decide. <laughs> exactly. I learned about this when I read it this morning. So. Yeah. <laughs> and in that okay, time, anyway. I've come up with a a full brief on how I think we should regulate it. Uh, <laughs> a comprehensive plan. Right. And maybe I'm wrong. A five point uh, plan. Yeah. And maybe I'm re- misinterpreting some of the things that he said. So maybe my example is bad. Um, but it's my understanding that there's not a lot of regulation within that industry. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, back to the Am I the Asshole? Entitled family piss, not inviting dad to the wedding, let alone let him walk me down the aisle. Okay, here we go. Mm. So when I, 26 female, was an embryo in my mother's uterus, my twin brothers, ages 31 male, I'm sorry, my twin brother, 32 male, and twin sister, 32 female, uh, the twins, they're they're 32. (laughs) 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 When they were five... Uh, Our aunt had a husband, former Uncle John, and he would babysit my siblings often. Uh, He was a pedophile, so Uncle John was a pedophile and had a lot of cheese pizza, if you know what I mean. He was also beating my aunt to threaten her not to tell anyone. So cheese pizza is a QAnon dog whistle for sexually abusing children. Mm. Mm. So when my sperm donor eventually found out, he beat the living shit out of Uncle John and threatened him to stay away from his family. Uh, But that didn't stop John from breaking into my aunt's house and sexually assaulting her. And he touched my cousin from my dad's other uh, sister before running away. Uh, My dad eventually tracked John down. And despite having evidence to put him away for a very long time, my dad opted to break down his door, tackle him and beat him to death. He strangled him with a cord and drowned his body in hot water. Holy fucking shit. After that, my sperm donor went to prison for only five years because it was argued as a protective rage and that he didn't intend to kill him. So yeah, I didn't meet my dad until I was almost five. My dad was beloved around our neighborhood, being considered a hero. The twins, me, and my younger brothers, 22, were understandably kept out of the loop as kids. Later on, when the twins were 20, I noticed they had a far superior relationship with dad as if something had changed out of nowhere. And when I asked him what uh, he told them, they said not to worry about it. Uh, And when he tells me what happens and why I met him later, I will love him so much more and will always be proud of him just like they are. Uh, Then when I was 20, I was told why my dad was so beloved in our community and why I went so long without meeting him after finding out the truth. I clarified that dad was a murderer. And then the room got tense and my mom said, well, yes, technically that's true. But it didn't really matter because John was a piece of shit that had it coming and my dad made the world a better place. Now, before you guys judge me, I know John was a disgusting pervert predator, but no one, and I repeat, no one, all caps, deserves to die. And if you think that's the best option, then that makes you just as bad, if not worse, than they are. Uh, After Mm -hmm. I told them my thoughts, they all uh, said that they told me, well, what's done is done and there's no point in dwelling on it now. And I said, okay, but my relationship with dad is also done. And I left. Uh, When I got to my house, I blocked my sperm donor because I refused to have a murderer as a father. Maybe if he regretted his actions, things will be different, but he stands by it and wishes he made John's death more painful. So despite how much I used to love my father, I want nothing to do with him. 
Everything just hurts so much because at the time he used to be my superhero, but all that former ad admiration just came back to bite me in the ass. He missed the first five years of my life because you killed someone that didn't deserve it. After I blocked my sperm donor, everyone started blowing up my phone, telling me that it wasn't serious and that all pedos deserve to go to hell. Then my cousins told me I was ungrateful, the cousins that were sexually assaulted. Ungrateful and asked if I, and said, uh, and asked if I was born earlier and John raped me at five years old like them, would I want him dead? And I responded with absolutely not. Then I was called an awful daughter. He even said I'm a, I'm, that I'm a worse niece for disregarding my aunt's sexual assault, but it doesn't matter because my relationship with my aunt was already dead because I couldn't look at my cousin the same for getting an abortion after she was attacked as an adult. And as a result, she got disowned by me as her niece because I couldn't care less. Uh, as her niece, I couldn't care less, though. So she's currently also fighting with the aunt because her cousin was raped as an adult, got pregnant, and had an abortion. And she now can't look at her cousin the same. Because no one deserves to die, even innocent little rape babies. Um, mm. <clears throat> no. The entire ordeal even affected my relationship with my siblings. When my brother asked why I disowned dad, I told him straight up. He was 16 at the time and he was pissed at me. The twins understood my point of view, but they're understandably annoyed because they were kids uh, at the time. So they had the hindsight to know that sperm donor was just trying to protect them. My sperm donor told everyone to leave me alone and assume that I would come around eventually. He even insisted upon still paying for my college which I accepted that college dinero, but uh, still went asshole. no contact. What? Right? So it starts off with, okay, I can see how you feel. And then she explains her behavior since, and it does get, it does get worse. Right. You're like, wow, she's not self-righteous. She's just a fucking weird, crazy person. Anyway, okay. Right. Um, fast forward six years later to present day, and I'm engaged to my amazing fiance who doesn't judge my morals, my morals, and loves... Uh, Loves me for me. My wedding is in a few days and all my immediate family got invited, except for my sperm donor, who I am still no contact with. He said he wanted to walk his daughter down the aisle, especially since I'm the first of his daughters to get married. I real uh, No one realized that he wasn't invited. He's never met my fiance. So when he asked if he could give me away, I gave him an honest no and informed him that he wouldn't be invited. He apparently told the whole family, now everyone is yelling at me and blowing up my phone. My older brother is even threatening to boycott the wedding. All of this because I'm not comfortable with an unremorseful life taker at my wedding. I'm about 96% sure that I'm not an asshole. My fiance told me it was my choice. He was going to stand by me no matter what. So I wonder if you all think, uh, am, I the am I an asshole for not allowing my uh, sperm donor, who I have no contact with, at my wedding because he took a life? So... There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, seriously. It yeah. sounds like she doesn't actually care if anyone thinks she's an asshole because she doesn't think she is. So, like, this is just I an also, exercise in self-validation. Like, I yeah, and I went through like all these like opinions on the story as I was reading it, and then by the end, when she gets just so rambly, I'm like, I think I need like more information here. Like I need to, I need to see the court records. I need to see like the article and what actually happened. Cause this is clearly a very self-righteous person's accounting of a story. And I don't even know where the truth in that story lies. Right. That's a lot. Like, did he beat the shit out of the uncle because he caught him like raping a five-year-old? Right. It's it's like it seems like we're missing a ton of, um... but that's this a wild story, right? Right, it's a wild story, <laughs> completely bonkers. Yeah, like I get it. It's her right to go no contact if she wants that. That's fine. I wouldn't call the family entitled. I would, you know, uh... she's a little entitled taking that college money. I that was the it's point like, where I, I don't was want like, you in my life, but I will absolutely I'll take, take your, your money. money. Yeah. He, he still yeah. insisted on paying for my college. Well, I, know, I, I, I wish somebody would have insisted on paying it. for my college. Right? <laughs> I don't care who you killed. No, <laughs> I do agree that you shouldn't kill people. And like we have a justice system for a reason. 
I do also understand that rapists don't usually, you know, the justice system is far from perfect. Uh, especially when right. it comes to matters of like, you know, sexual right. assault, etc. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I don't want to like make a, like declarative statements here, but given some of the grammar that I cleaned up, I would be willing to bet that perhaps English is not the first language of the person who wrote this. Unless she just did massive voice to text and did not edit it. Hey, that's totally it could possible. Be, it could be either what? one. Or is maybe just very dyslexic and has very bad grammar. Possibly. But, and I've just, I was just saying that because, you know, the justice system is especially not fair to women yeah. of color as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, I was half expecting though, by the end, her to be like, I'll take your money for my wedding sperm donor. But yeah. You're still not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I also like, I find it kind of obnoxious that she keeps calling him the sperm. Do- and I know like, and I've heard that before, but it's like, if your dad was in your life for your other than the first yeah. five years, you exactly. cut him out at 20. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's like the title is, seems very spiteful from, from my vantage point. Yeah. Um, The majority of people in here are telling her she's an asshole. And the main reasons are judging the cousin for having an abortion. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Mm -hmm. like one of the main things, too, where it's like, well, you definitively lost me there because that's fucked up. Right. And taking the money, taking the money while you're no contact. Is- also, those are that's like those are details you don't have to include, right? <laughs> it's like you're, if if you're if the point of the exercise is to vindicate yourself, right? Like, why would you include that? Right? There's just like an not essential to the story. Um, yeah, and not supporting your point. So you no. know, See, you get to edit your own thing right. as you as you wish, and that's how you chose to do it. <laughs> And, and seriously, that's the point where I was like, okay, like, if you're including this because you're like, and see, I stuck it to him. Look how cool I am. Yeah. That's why I feel like I need more information. Like, you know, yeah. what was the actual, like, because if, 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 let's say like John had fled, Uncle John had fled and he like chased him and then like, you know, beat him up and, and strangled him or whatever. Strangle, like, I mean, the strangling, that's like. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's, pretty, that's that classic graphic, rage, graphic. right? Yeah, um, but also like I mean it's sort of like it makes sense that this person would have like a lot of feelings. It's like a right. lot of really. It's like even if even it's if also been six years, so maybe therapy. That's the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Work through that shit. Like it feels like this is still very much like right when she found out, but it's not six years later. So that that is a lot right. to work through. Like somebody that you. Yeah thought you knew and and loved and grew up with turns out they killed someone which again like doesn't we are all more than the yeah. worst thing we ever do and then others would argue that it wasn't even a bad thing that hit it it's complicated right okay but, and it right. does how you slice it that's that's a lot to right. process but yeah it's yes. been six years now i'm sure it was easier to process it while not having to pay a college student loan <laughs> seriously <laughs> Right. There was, you didn't have to worry about that. So you, it opens up, you know, space in your brain. To... <laughs> um, okay. So it does say that dad tracked the uncle down. But again, I truly want, oh, also, I, I truly want more information because I feel like why would he get off with just five years? Like mm-hmm. if there wasn't some actual justification there, because, you know, murder is still murder. Right. Mm hmm. Well, and just the fact that the rest of the family has found a way to not forgive, but still Almost have celebrate. him right to like allow him back into their lives. So it's like clearly like this is so much more complicated than, you know, her side of the story is um, right. Revealing. It, she her. heard what she heard. And it doesn't sound like she really listened to anybody else. She just jumped into her I'm so self-righteous and moral Mm -hmm. stage. Yeah. Which again, it's her prerogative to be upset about that. But I don't know. She also just kind of sounds like a self-righteous bitch. Right. But then you also have to accept that other people are going to think you're the asshole. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And maybe maybe elope. 
Yeah. 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 You're entitled to your opinions, but you're, you know, so is everybody else. Yeah. Um, also the, uh, the Pizzagate lingo, the cheese pizza, which I guess cheese pizza is CP child pornography. It's uh old school pedo lingo from 4chan, um, maybe around like the mid two thousands. Wow. Um, oh my. and it was, it was really picked up. It was kind of, you know, brought out from the dark webs out from the chans during the QAnon Pizzagate shit. So well, clearly mm-hmm. I, I also leads me to believe that this woman is like hardcore MAGA as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. So, which automatically makes me want to be like, mm, fuck you. You're the insult. Anyway. Yeah. So, She's, yeah. All right. Are we thinking she's the asshole with caveats? She's, she can feel that way, but yes, she didn't yeah. take the money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think that's where we're at. Yeah. And apparently the internet was too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the courtroom of the internet. Yeah. Also, as one of the comments as I scroll up and down pointed out, she did substitute the word rape, like when my cousin was attacked versus when my cousin was raped. Mm. So to kind of lessen mm. what happened to yeah. her cousin to eat more easily justify mm-hmm. judging her, cutting her mm-hmm. out for having an abortion. And you could tell this woman has never had any hard, real hardship in her life that has directly like happened to her because she has absolutely zero sympathy sympathy for anybody else. And not yeah. once does she say, well, I was attacked two once and I got over it. Like, you know, uh-huh. there's none of that, like, mm-hmm. I bootstrapped kind of shit. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Um, good times. Not really, but good times. Wanted to share that with you guys. What <laughs> 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 you want? We could take a quick break and we've got a little bit of feedback that we can get to. All right, we're back. We're ready to get into the feedback. The first bit of feedback is from Matt and he says, totally second the recommendation for Poor Things. It's Emma Stone's best work. It would also make a great double feature with Barbie as these films about female creations who discover their autonomy in a sexist world with absolutely cranked to 11 art direction. Yes, yes, and yes. Mm-hmm. That was a very well-spotted comparison that didn't even make it into my brain until Matt said that. I love it. Very. I, uh, I saw that comparison being argued today in terms mm. of why poor things got recognition and Barbie didn't. Ah, uh. Um, but given that I didn't really know much about poor things, it's really um, fucking good. And that's the thing is like, I can't be sad about it being nominated because it's like, right. What do you know? It's really, really, really good. I will get there when it's on demand. Yeah. It's, it's not streaming yet. Right. I mean, I I saw it in the theaters like a week ago. So, oh, it's still in theater. I don't know. Holdovers is still in theater though. I think it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't see it in like a, I saw it in more of like an art house theater. Gotcha. Okay. So I feel like sometimes, you know, they have the, have them like, like a second. Late. Yeah. Like second might, yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's in, if it's out of regular theaters or not. That's true. I, I could look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't um, rely on you for all of my, <laughs> I could use well, my own I, fingers uh, and type it into a search engine. <laughs> While you're searching, I picked up my phone to see if it was playing at our local Cinemark and instead uh, was greeted by the statement by Ryan Gosling on his nomination. Ready? Oh, yeah. Mm. I am. Ex- this is uh, Janet posted it on Facebook. So thanks, Janet. Uh, she, it's, uh, Ryan says, I am extremely honored to be nominated by my colleagues alongside such remarkable artists in a year of so many great films. And I never thought I'd be saying this, but I'm also incredibly honored and proud that it's for playing portraying a plastic doll named Ken. <laughs> but there is no Ken without Barbie, and there is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, the two people most responsible for this history-making, globally celebrated film. <sighs> no recognition would be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit, and genius. 
To say that I'm disappointed that they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement. Against all odds, with nothing but a couple of soulless, scantily clad, and thankfully crotchless dolls, they made us laugh, they broke our hearts, they pushed the culture, and made history. Their work should be recognized along with the other very deserving nominees. Having said that, I'm so happy for America Ferreira and the other incredible artists who contributed their talents to making this such a groundbreaking film. He knocked that out of the park. I just love yeah, how, how much he has embodied Ken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. by, by all accounts, for a long time, Gosling has been a solid dude. So I'm glad, yeah. you know. Yeah. That was just, he like hit everything that he should have hit and made sure to recognize, like, oh, that's just yeah. It was Knuff, even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the I'm Just Ken song got nominated as well. It it did. And I I like super wanted to win, but I feel like Billie Eilish, that Billie Eilish song, I feel like it's okay. I'm just Ken is just is more fun and it's yeah. so good. It's such mm -hmm. a banger. It truly is. <laughs> and I think he's kinda he made this statement and it's kind of fun because, you know, clearly it's kind of like saying fuck you to the Academy. Mm -hmm. Like you guys don't yes. fucked up. But thanks yep. for the nomination. <laughs> yes, thank you so Thanks. much for the nomination and so happy for all these other people. But, but I think he really kind of, yeah, up. took the look yeah. and was like, mm, uh, RDJ is going to win this. It's his. So yeah. I'm good with talking. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Mark Ronson's like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> we still have a chance. He's like, I want my award. <laughs> okay. Uh, so back to the feedback. <laughs> Uh, Mandy says, I'm sitting at volleyball practice and listening. Medical collections under 500 had to be removed from your credit report. Anything over 500 can appear on your report and affect your scores for up to seven years. From my job, I know about reviewing reports from a credit perspective, but also needed to know what to expect when we started getting all Mr. Mandy's medical bills. <sighs> Sorry, Mandy. Um, I yeah, have already, I've gone to the doctor twice no, I'm sorry. I had a neurologist appointment. I had a the scan with the dye, the cardioechogram, something, whatever it is. Something. Shit, I forgot. I anyway, I had the this the pictures where I had to take the pills to slow my heart rate down. I had a I've had two blood tests and I've had and I have a I think I have the echocardiogram, actually. That's the thing on Thursday. So I that's six different things. I have already met my deductible for the year. Whoo! The bills just keep on coming and they are fast with that shit yeah. thanks to my chart <laughs> yeah. good old my chart yeah so so that sucks at least my deductible is only 750 dollars, but still it kind of sucks to have more than 750 dollars in medical bills mm -hmm. within not even three weeks into the year yeah so we're not even a cool. full month in yeah that was yeah. sort of sucked i'm not gonna lie also speaking of my chart why is MyChart not a national database? Why I have like five MyChart accounts at different doctors and different like what the yeah. fuck? Oh, really? How is no. that not like a no-brainer? It would be so much easier. Uh -huh. I sort of just assumed great because I only have one account because I only have one doctor that uses it. But like, I have like a different one for every. I have a couple in uh, at least one, maybe two in uh, California, and then now I have a couple here too. Yeah, I have a Duke one. They're all office. different. None of them are connected. Seriously? Yeah, I know. Uh, my sister sees, obviously, more doctors than I do in New York. And she has, like, three or four different my charts, too. It's so stupid. Oh my it gosh. is so stupid. Make it, make I, it that's central. too many passwords. That's too many logins. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to do with it. I set up the face ID for your, scan for your... on the phone. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember all these. Just wouldn't scan it be face. useful for you to only have to fill out like those fucking medical histories once, even though they're going to ask you all the same goddamn questions again when you every year face to face? Right. The nurse will ask you those questions, and then the doctor will come in and ask you the same fucking questions again. But wouldn't it be nice if we at least pretended that like. People could like all the different doctors could like share information about you. <laughs> right. I mean, and in saying that, is it some sort of like HIPAA violation? And that's why like my chart can't no, be like, you're give integrated across like no idea. You I would mean, think that I, I barely go to the doctor. I certainly don't go enough. So what do I know? I I have I have no idea. It's very annoying. Yeah, Maybe it's just because it's each systems, whatever. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I did. 
but yes, super whatever. Oh, and then Zachary has a my chart. Alex doesn't yet, but Zachary does. And then I've got his attached to one of mine. I think I have three actually. Oh my no, gosh, it's two many. different logins. No, it's too many. Yeah. The UNC one has two different logins for two different emails. One has my OBGYN stuff. And then I have to switch between Zachary's account and my OBGYN. And then the other one is a different email, I think. It's very, it's very annoying. The end. Oh, I'm very <laughs> sorry. That's terrible. That's okay. It's okay. I, uh, yeah. Life could be worse. It's just annoying. That's all. Anyway, the, yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Thank you, Mandy, uh, for educating us. Yes. Indeed. Uh, we have two emails and a voicemail. We have an email from Jess, an email from Andy, and a voicemail from Mike. Uh, let's start with the first email from Jess. All right. Uh, titled, Must Watch. Hello, ladies. I hope you all had a great holiday season, and I'm glad you're back. I wanted to pass along a must watch for anyone that wants children but live in a state that bans abortion, even in the case of healthcare. Uh, a must view for anyone that thinks abortion should be left to the states. ABC's Diane Sawyer and Rachel Scott interview women that live in states, mostly Texas, that were denied abortions, even though the babies they were carrying were not going to survive and the women might die. Uh, just a warning, have Kleenex nearby, especially oh. the last minute. Oh, gosh. Uh, it's called On the Brink and can be found on Hulu. And uh, Jess includes a link, a uh, direct link to Hulu to uh, watch it. This is a comment for all of you listeners. Vote Democrat if you don't want politicians with no medical degrees to determine your health care. Amen. Uh, nobody in the United States should have to travel 900 miles for health care. Jessica. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Um, also, don't tell that asshole lady about it. Yes. <laughs> she, will, she will judge the crap Very out of triggered. you. She will. <laughs> she will write you off and will judge you. Uh, so Jessica lives in Wisconsin and uh, Wisconsin uh, Democratic Governor um, Tony Evers announced uh, today in his State of the State address that he is expanding access to emergency contraception as a part of his plan to bolster Healthcare services for women in Wisconsin. Great. That's good. Mm -hmm. That is good. I was going to open it to see what uh, the laws were, but it's a uh, paywall, so I'm not going to open it. Womp womp. Womp womp. Yes, definitely uh, vote Democrat because uh, guess what? Uh, Donald Trump's going to be the nominee because uh, yeah, he beat he just Haley won, tonight. Uh, yeah. Um, Which, yes, like, uh, I mean, are we surprised? No. No. And uh, Meatball We're Ron is uh, still holding their breath. I know. <laughs> Meatball Ron, uh, not only did he bow out, he uh, kissed the ring. Yep, sure, sure did. So, Does that surprise did. anybody? No, no, I know. Oh, he's it's the worst. The fucking worst. I, 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 I just, I like, I. How, like, I don't know. Like, how, how, how do you have to be to? Ugh, gross. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, we have an update from Andy. All right. Uh, Andy writes in with a quick update. Hey, broads. I have been sitting here for the last half hour trying to figure out how to write this work this week's email. I wanted to give you an update before Colleen's vacation, but unfortunately, I received some bad news recently mm. I don't want to get into publicly. I also don't want you to be worried about me. Something awful happened in my and my family and I have to get through it, and we will in time. Sorry, listeners, to be so vague about this. I'd much rather be making dry January jokes about myself. Trust me. Everything else is mostly the same. Hopefully next time I will have a little more to share with you. Maybe some funny article on dating just in time for Valentine's Day. Hashtag I'm with hers, Andy. Oh, Andy, oh, Andy. I'm so sorry. Andy. I'm sorry. Sending you uh, good vibes, my friend. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope that you and your family are okay. And yeah. um yeah, I hope you'll get through whatever it is. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So so sorry, Andy, that you guys are going through a hard time. And I'm just happy that you have your family to be there with you and you guys will get through whatever it is together. Yeah. Yes. Well said. 
Well said. And um, like Amanda said, sending you all of the good vibes out there. Yes. Peace and thoughts and, and prayers in like the non-Irish light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So moving on, we actually have a voicemail from Michael. Here we go. Hello, Amanda, Shin, Shindy, and Colleen. I almost I almost combined names and said something weird. Sorry. Anyway, it's Michael. Uh, I'm here with Aaron. She's on her phone. Hi. Hi. So I was listening to the past couple episodes, um, catching up at work today, and uh, Colleen's synopsis of Saltburn was uh, quite something. Uh, that is not at all what the movie stopped, in case uh, anybody's going to go watch it. I happen to love Saltburn. I am a devotee of Saltburn now. Um I could watch it every day. I absolutely love the movie. Uh, there are, however, no demons and no salt burning them. That is, that is not what is happening in, in the movie. It is not as disturbing as people pretend it is. It is like mildly unsettling at times, but way less than say like, uh, Midsummer Hereditary. It's more, uh, like a, Amalgamation of talent, Mr. Ripley, and cruel intentions. That would be my, that would be what I would say. Anyway, uh, no demons, no salt with demons, nothing like that. Too bad. Enjoy your show. You gonna say bye? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Aaron, and are sending you all the good vibes. Um, okay, so first of all, I stand by my plot summary after reading the Wikipedia of the actual plot summary the other day. I was like, oh shit. So the star of it, Jacob Alardi, Alodi, Lardi, I don't know, Gen Z dude, mm. was on SNL. So I was like, oh, okay, this is a saltburn dude. Let me go refresh myself oh. on what that was actually about. Wait, he and was he was in he um he's been in a lot of things euphoria holy shit yes yes oh. and spoiler alert he was not very nice cool oh. uh, yeah. yeah but like in euphoria it, or in real life in in euphoria i have no okay. idea what he's <laughs> personally and, uh, <laughs> his character was was a villain he was not a good guy okay um i'm sure um, he's lovely in real life so I read the actual plot because also I edited this kind of late. So I got to, I was, I was editing. I was thinking about it. I was like, shit, let me just go read about it. So I did. And I was very wrong as uh, Mike pointed out. Um, but I stand by my synopsis because I, I don't know. I was kind of like, oh, I don't, this movie seems very, very artsy and dramatic. Um, I don't know if I should spoil anybody and correct you. I think it might just be better to go watch the movie expecting demons and see where you guys come out. Um, yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> if it's and not I what the movie is about, I think we should make a movie about uh, about demons. demons and salt. <laughs> I think it could be very funny. I do love cruel intentions, so so that caught my attention. But I don't really like scary, gory movies. It's not gory. at all. It's a psychological thriller. I don't like psychological. I don't like being stressed out by what I'm watching. Yeah, I have a hard enough time sleeping as it is. Mm. I can't be like stressed out by by movies yeah. too. But now I am curious if anybody out there has seen the movie, and because I'm not based on the premise, I'm like, of course, Mike. Of course, you are <laughs> a fan of this movie. You like fucked up shit. <laughs> 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 he would watch it every day. He would watch. He would watch it every day. Anyway, I do want to know if any what other people think about this movie. I don't think I'm going to watch it, but maybe I will. I mean, I don't know. Crazier things happen. No, I do love a pop culture moment, so you know, I like to. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'll get to this one anytime soon. It's all right. Mike will watch it enough times for you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Can just give us a, a reenactment or not a reenactment, but a, no, a, I don't think we yes, want a no, reenactment. No, I just probably not given, uh, yeah, no bathtubs included, please. No, just uh, 
give us a, a synopsis. Um, he, I'm sure he is laughing at all of us so hard right now for being just, somewhat prudy. Yeah, prudish. just stumbling over ourselves trying to <laughs> find our way out of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's our show. We can just end the conversation whenever we want to. Very true. It's our party and we'll stop talking when we want yeah, to. We'll talk about something else when we want to. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, yeah, I'll spoil you guys off air. But I do want to know what other people think about it. I'm I am super curious for real. So uh the broadcasters three at gmail.com or give us a call 331-276-2373. Or leave it in the Facebook group. That works too. Um all right. Uh, I think we're just gonna finish up with the mess which she said, right? All right. All, all right. right. Um this is the last three episodes worth. Yes. Say, so, so, so hold long. on to your butts. Oh my, hold on to your butts. <laughs> I was trying to think of what point in Jason's D everything sped up. Hold on. It went away. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, we'll go at the end. Uh, we did good, except I felt because I forgot to post it. <laughs> this has literally never happened to me before. <laughs> That's what he said. Yes, literally. <laughs> You're lucky it didn't explode. <laughs> They're going to get their stuff. But, mm. They're not going to get their stuff till tomorrow. You're in the middle of Target. Stop it. <laughs> We are glad you popped in. There's always room for one more. <laughs> I put it in and put the thing on top. I'm just going to keep periodically splashing it throughout. And I did. And it worked for me. Uh, she must have twisted it in the wrong direction. Ouch. Brian, I know you're dying to do this. <laughs> I was like, were you not thinking about this all day? <laughs> I'll get into it and I'll do it really good for a while. And then I won't for months. And I recently started getting back into it. And it's amazing how fast I can get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about meditation. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was, that was a long one. That was a long, <laughs> a long one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been doing it lately, but I was in it for a week and a half. <laughs> it took me so long to get past five minutes. Still talking about meditation. <laughs> You'll be able to tell on my face. Oh. Some of them are big and some of them are little. I'm not as spendy as I used to be. Flexibility is key to not getting injured when you're doing things. <laughs> Generally speaking. That's it. He's done, guys. Decided to go more the damp January route. <laughs> when I do, it's one. A couple of times a week. <laughs> It was there. You could have eaten it as well. Mm. They're too big for one sitting. I can't put this tiny bit back. <laughs> <laughs> you can get charged more if you do this. Easing back into it. Easing back Just at it? What? Easing back at it. I don't know. Shandy did it good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get a python. Any of them. <laughs> get to work with a python we're not sure which one <laughs> I was gonna save this for the end but I can't I saw it and I was like Brian <laughs> <laughs> we've blogged this so much <laughs> I think he did a total of four when they were doing that <laughs> All right, Matt, that was a lot. 
but it was kind of good. Was good batch. It was a good batch. <laughs> good batch, which is, I guess, is what happens when it's. <laughs> you, were, you have all that you know pent what? up. Uh, yeah. I was exactly. We were really backed up. <laughs> <laughs> we got it all out. We got it all out. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. On that note, thank you, Matt. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, everyone, we'll see you next time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Excited. <laughs> well, please send us any feedback you have about this show and uh, hopefully about uh, Melody's show when that comes out. The next time yes. we're going to record live with each other should be Tuesday, February 6th. If anything changes, um, we'll let you know. In case I'm like stuck in Europe or something, like for real. You're like wishing, you're like, yeah, or in case, in please <laughs> let me get stuck in Europe. <laughs> Or I'm just so exhausted that I'm like, I can't. Which is fair. <laughs> Which is also totally fine. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I'm I'm leaving space for myself to have space. Yes. I love this for you. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the, the tentative, the next time that we're uh, planned to record is February 6th. And that will be my last show as a 39-year-old. Yeah. Uh, ba -ba Again. <laughs> Anyway, all right. On that note, everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Um, thanks to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute a certain level, and that'd be Eckhart Rigner, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with the Planet, and the creepy poopy head mailman. Thanks guys so much. Um, if you'd like to become a patron, you go to patreon.com slash J and Jack. And I think we are due for a patron uh and patron bonus show. So I'll have to start prepping that. Maybe Indeed. I'll tell some four patron ears only Europe stories. Oh, yes. Ooh. There we go. I had a four patron ears only. You story. did. Do you elevator did you write story? It? Elevator Do you remember story. It? Elevator yes. Story. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. I mean, Will you remember? Um, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I make a note. Yeah, make yeah. a note. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Again, thank you all. Um, Go watch Saltburn. Tell us what you thought. <laughs> Apparently not about demons. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. <laughs> but all right. On that note, we will talk to you soon. Uh, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.